Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club Podcast, episode 80. Big guest on today. We have Alicia Monson. Alicia, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. We're going to get into a little bean shout out to start the show. George, what do we got today? Today, we have from teammate Mario Garcia, well, Garcia Romo. Pronounce <laughs> Garcia. Uh, Garcia Romo from Barcelona. Beans from Barcelona. <laughs> I, his name, I will just say quickly, I've noticed that. When I say his name, I always say his full name, but the only part that I say in a Spanish accent is Garcia. I'll say Mario <laughs> Garcia Romo. <laughs> it's so fun to say. It is. Um, actually, we've actually had these almost, they've almost been on the last like three episodes since he got back from Spain. Uh, so we're finally having them. I don't have much to say apart from he sent me the link to the shop, Dolly Tour. Should have probably looked up translation for that. What do you reckon that means? No clue. Any Spaniards out there? Yeah. But it looks sweet. And he... It's in Barcelona. Them, yeah. It's in a cool looking bit of Barcelona. Um, and he brought the beans all the way back from um, from that shop. He took Yared. I don't know what Yared had. Yared just sat there with water. Maybe like, like chocolate. No, he doesn't like <laughs> chocolate. He doesn't like chocolate. Doesn't like coffee or chocolate. Or sparkling. He's not even sparkling water. Doesn't like carbonation. He doesn't like fun. He brought um, his own water bottle. Yeah, yeah, we probably just had some water out of his bottle while he was there. So, thanks, Mario. Thank you very much for that, Mario. And we have a lot of stuff to talk to Alicia about. Thank you very much for the questions that we got for her. But first, a couple of little roundup things. We got a lot of people asking to be coached by us. Alicia, I don't know if you listened, but we, I think it was last week, we made, or maybe the week before we mentioned that we were had a segment idea for coaching people oh. well we had two things we mentioned we had a segment idea to coach people as a joke and then we also offered our coaching services for a thousand dollars a month and i don't know which one people were <laughs> I, I was exaggerating as a joke um i'm not sure that which one i, they were I don't think to. yeah i don't know what people are aligning to with what we said but if they're agreeing to the terms thousand dollars a month a dm counts as an agreement yeah. i think so that's yeah. a binding contract that's actually a written agreement <laughs> yeah that's that's definitely and right. so also all cash in hand too of course of course cash so we should start that alicia who if you had to be coached by someone on the team was it not definitely not of you guys period? but just in I general think i think just like starting now yeah starting now if you had to be coached by someone on the team anyone on OSC? anybody on OSC, yeah Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like Joe and Sage are just very organized people. So, like, they would actually just, you know, give you all the information. But I would say Joe mostly because I'm distance and Sage is middle distance. That's but- a good answer. <laughs> great answer. <laughs> Joe is definitely an expert on training for the 10K. Yeah. 5K. So he'd, a- he'd tell you what to do, you know? You'd have to buy a sauna, though. George would just say, like, go, like, 5 to 10 miles Whatever you feel like. <laughs> Whatever you feel like today, that's good. <laughs> no, I think I think Joe would align with your training style a lot. Yeah. You guys would be out there crushing. We basically repeats. just train the same anyways. No, no so. risk of not training hard. <laughs> sure. So that, that's right. a good answer though. And then the other one is it was recently April Fools, being that it's April third today. Little roundup. We had an idea for our April Fools prank which did not did not uh, come into fruition i don't know nah, if that's how you say too it. much work <laughs> too much work but so i think we save it for next year yeah i'm not i'm not telling anyone about spoil it. it yeah i'm not telling anyone about it did Do it involve the team or was it involved the team and then oh. certain guests it involved having fake guests on the show let's not spoil it we'll save it for next week but <laughs> there were we'll some write that down <laughs> there were some good april fool's jokes shout out to tom wayne super fan well he's past super fan 
friend. He's pretty much our friend and close, colleague. Close friend. He's friend and colleague. Now. <laughs> he did a well. He did it the day before April Fools, which I think also threw a lot of people off. But he, <laughs> that, that, that's the best April Fools. There, then yeah. it's like it's really April Fools. When he was in town, he did a photo shoot with Colin, our photographer, and he pretty much mirrored exactly Josette's announcement pics. And then he did an announcement post, and he went the extra step to also get the citrus mag graphic of like announcement and then he also made his own athlete bio on world athletics athlete <laughs> code 42069 i believe if you want to look him up just kidding it's not real but uh yeah so he did another like banger and he fooled a lot of people again because literally i don't really want to like expose people like who fell for it <laughs> but you're gonna some, have to come on say one. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't. so a couple of easy ones to say is like call me courtney wayman like followed him and like commented on it and then he also got a follow from uh San, he, you know actually who followed him this is the best one santa santara tech followed him Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's uh that's the norwegian coach for anyone who's listening that's their company so <laughs> who, who runs with? that instagram it's probably uh probably adam adam yeah, yeah. Adam. i can't see i think olaf has a good grip on like who's like who's in the running world yeah. whereas like adam's probably seen it and gone all maybe he's the we, businessman yeah we didn't realize that this athlete was coming in and they just <laughs> followed instagram and then a little insight into the team in a in a look they tried to, and they, being Dathan and Andrew Weeding, tried to prank us today at training with an April Fool's joke, which I don't think anyone really fell for it. I don't know. I believed him. You did? You fell for <laughs> it? I feel like Jose was pretty... <laughs> yeah, was Jose pretty was pretty Jose was pretty jealous. <laughs> I wasn't back yet, but apparently Sage was pretty pissed about it. Yeah, she was um, like, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. not doing that. But what it was is Dathan... This is also related to Santara Tech. I love... He said, because he's taking data on us, he said, uh, he handed us out plastic, like, specimen bags. And he's like, all right, we're going to need you guys tomorrow to turn up with uh, a stool sample from the shit to training so they can so they can analyze it. And, yeah, I think we mentioned... It was, it was reasonably convincing just because Olav is literally doing that. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. doing that with his athletes. I'm not sure if we mentioned that previously or not. I, feel like he's, he's I, sta- I think he's starting to do it, though. I don't know if he's done it yet. Basically so. analyzing the microbiome. Yeah. I don't know for yeah. what purpose that is, but... <laughs> and it, it's, it's a reason... I mean, not a super yeah. common test, but people do it. Like. Yeah. It is reasonable, but I could just tell that it, that it was an April Fool's prank. I'm not... Like, the I just The fact that it was like, it. come back tomorrow with your poop. <laughs> <laughs> like. And he just had like these little... He just had these little plastic things. I mean, because... I don't know if you guys remember this little nugget of detail, but Olaf said that one of the things that was important is that he had to get the whole poop. He wasn't getting a sample of the <laughs> yeah. poop. He was getting the whole poop, and Dathan just had like a little scooper to get a little bit. So that's how I saw through it immediately. Josette was talking about how to, how to do it. <laughs> she, was, she, was, <laughs> into the method. she was really breaking it down, how we're going to achieve that. She's definitely, definitely figuratively and literally trying to figure out how to break it down. That so. would have been the best counter if, say, for example, Yard just immediately grabbed the bag when he's in the bathroom and then... Hands Andrew reading all deep in a sample. That would mean the best way to do it. No, but he feel like there's like a test tube thing, right? With a little, a little like uh, shovel, little spoon thing. But Yara just fills up the whole thing. Oh, God. God. Okay, apologies for putting that image in your head. Anyone anyone listening? He walks but... out and goes, is this enough? <laughs> and he like 100% knows that they're, 
you know, it's an April Fool's, but he's uh, he's definitely just playing their hand, and then oh, Nathan boy. has to like grab it and just go, okay. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke. Oh, That'd man. be good. That would be good. Honestly, but, pretty good, pretty good gag that one. Yeah. It was good, but when I walked in, like I saw waiting laughing, and I'm like, dude, this is not real. Because if it was, if it was serious, I just feel like they wouldn't be laughing as much. Yeah. So it's easy to tell. It was that, a dead giveaway. Yeah, the it's dead giveaway was that they like, were like yeah. you could see it in their reaction that they were they were forcing it too much. Yeah. Whereas like, I feel like if we had to do it, they'd be Dayton would be like, okay, listen up, guys, we're just gonna mm. we're just gonna put it out here now. We're gonna have to get a school sample. Like, <laughs> team meeting. He did do school that meeting. at first though. Oh, he did. Yeah, was oh, like, actually, actually, that's, that's exactly, exactly what happened. That is exactly, that's exactly <laughs> how it went. Well, I wasn't there for that, so I would have believed that if he just goes, hey, everybody, look, listen, I don't want to do this, but. I got him. He didn't leave me. I this was, is way above my pay grade. I was like on my way out the door and he's like, no, no, we got to have like a team meeting. You got to stay for a seat. And he's like, where's Ollie? Where's Ollie? It's like, all right. I, we'll I rode it. 10 miles and he's locked, but he's not here. Hey, that was a good April Fool's. You fell for that one. You really fell for that, that, was, that one. That was good. Yeah, Ollie got the real, real April Fool's joke today where he had, everyone else had a five or six mile run and Ollie had a 10 mile run written down on his schedule. So he went and did it. And then when he got back, Ethan was like, Oh, you! I forgot to change your lock. You were only meant to go six miles. Classic, gotcha. Classic <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> you gotta take this more seriously. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and I walked in, and he was just like trying to like explain like why he didn't change. He's like, oh, I forgot. To, you know, I was like, oh, this is fine. Like, I don't care. Like, sometimes you run ten miles after workout, and sometimes it's five. Like, it's how it goes. It's how you, it goes. You were the only person who who fell for it before the run. Well, no, but everybody else had their, on their schedule had five miles. I was the only one that had 10 miles. And the thing is, like, if it's in my final surge, I'm going to run it. Like, soldier. Soldier thinking. That was was Dathan's best takeaway, which is a little bit concerning, is afterwards he said, well, it's good to know that no matter what I write there, you'll do it. (laughs) No, but the thing is, we've done 10 mile runs after workouts before. Like, Joe and I have done that before. And and Yard. Like, it's not different. We used to have the days If it was, like, a double or something, then I'd ask Dathan, like, hey, is this this correct? But because we've done similar stuff like that after a workout, I'm not going to think of anything suspicious with it. Well, now you get five on Friday. Yeah, I don't really care. (laughs) Still running. Still running, you know. Gus Gus can do it for me. Gus will put in the extra miles. But, uh, yeah, credit to... Credit to... The aforementioned for the April Fool's bring did, did the, what bring I thought for it because I did comment to try and cement uh, some, on Tom Wings. Yeah, I don't think they did. Honestly, <sighs> I I wasn't on social media very much this April Fool's, but I didn't see anything. Normally, yeah. like I, all the I, big saw, ones, yeah. I saw an April Fool's that actually got me. What was it? It was the one I sent. Um, I think I sent it to you guys. It was the Bauman one. What I actually it? got that one. I don't know. What, what was you're it? Talking about? Uh, they changed their logo. I thought it was serious. What was what was the logo? It was, was like an ridiculous? eagle. It wasn't. It wasn't funny though. That's what I say. That was April Fool's. Yeah, yeah. I think I sent it to you. I think you guys well, saw it. I think you did see. Was why was it? Was that a joke? Well, I sent it. I sent it into the group chat, and then I said, "It does hey, say April Fools." Uh, where? On the top of the post. Now they must have edited it. Oh. So it's about that, changing. Yeah, I feel like they didn't. I d- I didn't know like because I sent it. I said, "Is this an April Fool's?" Because. I'm, I'm just going to roast bowel movement track club right now. Speaking of bowel movements. Mm. Um, that was a really bad April Fool's. That is a weird April Fool's because it's just yeah. not funny. It's, not funny. <laughs> it's weird because A, like probably a lot of people think they probably should be changing their marketing. Like a, like a rebranding? Because yeah, of the previous stuff. And then also, it's, it, how's, that, how's that funny? Yeah, the, the logo is not funny. It's just it's a just logo silly. of an eagle. Which it's like, like a legit, yeah. it's like a legit logo. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, what, that's why I was confused by it. Maybe that's yeah, their whole like... 
strategy was to try and confuse you so much, but the logo wasn't too crazy. It's too meta for us. It's too like yeah, yeah. it's too work. So, I was hoping the logo was going to be like Cooper T and Rachel MacArthur's heads. That would have been really funny. Yeah, I think you really have to go over the top for something like this. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just like, well. Because I actually believed point? them. I thought, oh, wow, they're changing the logo. Because I thought the Bowman logo was pretty cool, like the lightning bolt and stuff. And then I saw that I and I was like, like, yeah. I, I was like, like, are they actually people. changing it? But. <laughs> I think it's because, I think it's because people actually love the Bowman logo. Yeah, maybe, it's that's, a cool logo. maybe that's why for like true diehard fans like with the with the lightning bolt and stuff people do love that so because <laughs> other comments here people don't get it it's like not a fan of the logo but btc still rocks <laughs> like no one no one really got around it oh well nice try well. at least they tried they did more than we did hey, yeah. hey they've, yeah. got some, they've got some personality they've got some character coming out it's good to see did good to see that uh, that a Nike team is, is starting to get a bit of, bit of, bit of flourish bit of, bit of flowering so, Credit to them. Credit Good to job, them. guys. Yeah. Nice try. Why didn't uh, UTI Track Club do a... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't... Uh, I wasn't paying attention. They should have changed their name to UTI. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> if they did... If, they, if Union did that, I would call them Union from now on because that would have been a huge class move. Mad that respect. would have been unreal. Mad respect for that if they did that. Mad respect for the admin if they yeah. did that. <laughs> did Citrus Mag have an April Fool's? This is no April Fool's mm, now. I, maybe people are too scared to yeah, do it. Yeah, I one. feel like there weren't a whole lot of anything. Did you see anything on social media, Alicia? Hardly even, yeah, I don't know. My, my parents didn't even send me an April Fool's this year. Yeah. I, I, saw, I saw another one. I was on the hunt. I saw another <laughs> one that was a lesser one, which I thought was quite funny. Did you guys see this one? Well, that's what I do. Oh, the triple, oh the triple someone threshold. said something Can you about explain that, this yeah. to me? Because, oh, should I expose him? Should I expose him? <laughs> should, should I do it? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about either. Should I do it? Okay, expose I'll him. toss a coin. Yeah, I'm exposing him. <laughs> I got a random message from Woody Kincaid saying, what the fuck are you guys doing for training? What's Yara doing? And then like, I hadn't seen it yet. And he, then he, after it, he already sent, oh, never mind. It was an April Fool's joke. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what did they say? So what happened was they talked about, uh, they apparently did an interview with Yara and Dathan allegedly. And the interview was about why Yara had so much success in indoors. And it's because they linked it all together with Olaf coming in double threshold stuff. So Dathan, wow. they talk about how Dathan was like going in for triple threshold. <laughs> you're, you're getting it up right, right yeah. now. Yeah. George is just looking at it. Titled, Yared Nagus reveals the secret of his success, triple threshold training. <laughs> and then right at the end of the article, it looks pretty convincing and at the end of the article, um, it says April Fool's. Uh, well, good job to them. I mean, that's pretty, it looks like a legitimate article. Credit like for, that, yeah, credit for convincing write. Woody. Apparently Jake Whiteman is the one that told Yared about it at the Wild Dock after Worlds. That's the why he beat Jakob was the triple threshold that Jake's Oh, doing. that's like the that's and the then, story. Yeah, and then Yard's told Dathan, and then Dathan's like, let's implement it in our training, and then Yard is technically doing double triple it's a, threshold. It's a good backstory. Convincing. But I mean, if you like everything let's run post on eight, on April first, it's gonna be an April Fool's joke, yeah. so I don't know. But uh yeah, I mean they got Woody at least. So good job to them. Yeah. Sorry, good Woody. Job, let's Sorry, run. Woody, for exposing you. But yeah, that's April Fool's another year. Um down the drain <laughs> donezo it said bauman track club coach jerry schumacher was not available for comment but sources <laughs> report he is currently experimenting with a system called infinite threshold <laughs> <laughs> in which athletes do nothing but threshold training 24 hours a day <laughs> that, uh, that's, that's pretty good that's a hilarious line and also i just i like every aspect of that but even just the first part imagine if you just like every single time you write something you just say Jeremy Schumacher was not available for comment. Like every Instagram post you make, you just you just throw it at the end. It's just just because why not? <laughs> but 
<laughs> that was a good. That was maybe the best one. Yeah. yeah. Good job. To, I hate to give Let's Run credit, but yeah. Good job to them <laughs> on this occasion. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. They answered. <laughs> but moving on to slightly more serious stuff, I suppose. Alicia Monson coming off a massive winter where you broke a couple of American records. I think just looking back at, I mean, I don't know if people realize how young you are still. How old are you? I'm 24. I'm turning 25 next month, though. Turning 25, being with the OAC, formerly Wisconsin Badger, shout mm-hmm. out. But you came out of college really, really good. But then over the, the next couple of years, or however long it's been, you gotten really, really fucking good. Looking back at the group beginnings to now, I mean, could you have asked for anything more? Yeah, I don't think so. We kind of just kind of showed up here and said... <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna <laughs> gonna try and try this professional running. And then all it turns to out, out to be like top five in the world first year out. So <laughs> that was that was Everyone's the thing. Everyone's gotta match that. <laughs> it was interesting. I think Alicia can can comment comment on this more. But it was interesting for the team, particularly coming out and obviously having a lot to prove. New brand that doesn't have anything uh, shoe wise or anything like in the market at this point. Yeah. And then you have the plan. Like the I mean, Steve. As mentioned, this as well as like countless other people. The plan was before knowing knowing how good we became. Mm-hmm. The plan was that uh, to get Alicia and to get Joe on the Olympic team in Paris. That was like the goal, the plan. Yeah. The the goal and plan wasn't for them to get in the team in Tokyo. It was like a uh, best case scenario crazy. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then after a year of training uh, in Boulder with this team, we get two Americans on the Olympic team: Alicia Monson the ten thousand and Joe on the ten thousand. It's a pretty crazy story actually, because you guys yeah. came out of college. You hadn't really, I mean, I think you represented the U.S. in cross country. Yeah, I did for Scotland. Yeah. And then I didn't go to World Cross one year. For, it was all for juniors. Though, yeah. Like, so so not this is seniors. your first yeah, open yeah. senior, and it was the Olympic Games. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. And it's there were, what, wild. five of us or something? Yeah. Total? Five of us out of ten on the team. Morgan, so, kind of. We, <laughs> we, we played Morgan, but I'd say Team Boss gets, gets, uh, gets <laughs> that credit because Joe Bossard did coach Morgan for that, that yeah. time. but um it is wild it's crazy so yeah i wasn't sitting in quarantine during 2020 being like all right i'm making the olympic team next year well (laughs) especially with the 5k 10k when you're like at that age so you're 22 at that time yeah i think i mean you had a crazy rise in college which i don't even think we have enough time to talk about either like just your high school to like ncaa champion in the 5k Mm -hmm. like that's crazy in itself but then yeah coming out of like leaving college during COVID, a lot of uncertainty, you're 22 and it's like the 5k, 10k is looked at as compared to shorter stuff. It's like, you know, you might take a lot more time to Mm -hmm. make that progression, make that jump, especially when the people that you're racing against, like the US women in those events, like the US women in every event, they're like the best in the world. Yeah, They're right up there pretty much. And it's, I don't think like, I mean, I find it very interesting when someone jumps into the 10k straight away as well because that's pretty daunting to me but was that something that excited you um not necessarily i don't think i necessarily love racing the 10k like i definitely enjoy racing the 5k more just because the 10k is like you know you have an otherworldly experience every time you do it you definitely (laughs) do well okay so we had a lot of questions about your like how you get into a mental state for a race and one person in particular put it as uh how do you get into your post-race hospital visit mindset for races <laughs> yeah question. that is a good question i don't think i i don't think i think about it like 
I'm not like I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> you didn't plan on going to the hospital. I'm not like. Did you for think example, with like a couple of laps to go though? You were like, hmm, I'm gonna make the Olympics, but I'm probably gonna end up in hospital. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely like, I'm either gonna like make the team or straight up fall over during this race and not finish and be unconscious. Yeah, but <laughs> the emotional roller coaster of watching that, like, I was. Uh, yeah. an emo- I mean, obviously you're way worse yeah. off than me, but I was an emotional wreck because I remember mm-hmm. I was standing with your parents, with the team, and with oh, yeah. uh, your your boyfriend, Ben. And we see you hit the rail with 200 to go. Yeah. And it looks like you were almost going down. And everyone was just like, watch, it's like watching a horror movie. Everyone was yeah. freaking out. Um, and just, yeah, like, that meant... I mean, Dathan is... I think Dathan is extremely proud that you yeah. can go to that place because um, not many athletes can, can put themselves in that position. So mm. it is pretty uh, admirable, but it was quite funny to see that from you and then see joe in boston oh, yeah, kind of yeah. get into the similar state so we're definitely getting uh somehow we just grind yeah i don't know yeah maybe it's just that we have mind-numbing workouts we i mean <laughs> i think particularly because when the team started you were one of four women but three of them were steeplers so yeah. you really you're That's learning kind of the training a little out. bit but yeah. you're mostly doing a lot of stuff on your own and particularly long stuff on your own mm-hmm. is really brutal yeah so I, I imagine that mentally has made you extremely strong yeah i think so hoping to answer the question but yeah I don't have to answer it yeah, yeah no i agree i think yeah. it's just kind of we train so hard like a lot especially with the longer stuff that it's just i don't i don't think about it much i just go and do it but yeah so if you were have to this is like such a cliched question which i think like we all know the answer kind of but because we see it every week but if someone is to ask you like how have you improved so much across those two years and that's looking at not just training like what you can do in training is crazy but that's like even more so in races you know like Mm -hmm. how have you improved so much in that time period uh i think it's honestly just like consistency like i haven't been injured since well long term i guess ish injured since what 20 literally like six months into training here. i think you yeah you fractured january 2021 and then you ran that? you ran 15 10 after yeah like with the stress four, four weeks after because it was the same time joy broke getting, his back it was a stress reaction so it's like yeah. i only spent just over a week without you running were, you were on the lever with uh <clears throat> yeah. with carlos in the scottsdale back watching watching naruto yeah yeah it's a good time but yeah i haven't really been like long-term injured so just like compiling week after week of training and now i'm running like you know what 15 miles a week probably more than i was in college so just like years and years of getting better because i didn't really get better overnight at any point so <laughs> yeah it is un- well not unfortunately it is a pretty basic formula yeah i think uh all of us know it's no it's no secret i mean being able to do it is the secret but it's no secret that if you look at a team and you say go on like the athletes Stravas or whatever and you look at how many miles they're able to run in the year or how consistent like their graph of weekly training is, that generally aligns pretty well with how well they end up performing. I've, I've heard, I mean, that's the big thing that Olaf was saying, but I've heard Dathan say before, I think everyone knows it's like consistency equals like success most of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you've really just been able to build it up and now you're at the point where yeah, you're doing these crazy workouts but i mean for you they're not actually crazy workouts they're mm-hmm. crazy workouts compared relatively yeah. but for you they're just yeah. workouts it just feels the same i'm just faster now <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is how they they that's want running. To, <laughs> that's how you like you want it to feel and taking that to races now it's like mm-hmm. you're doing crazy races but to you they're just races 
And now those races for you are at the level where it's like, well, if I race to my potential today, I could break the American record. Mm -hmm. How's that kind of mindset now? Is that, uh, I guess, I guess as runners, when you go into a race, you always have a certain goal in mind, whether it's say like breaking 350 in the mile for you, it just makes sense. Now you're at the level where it's like, yeah, that's kind of like what inspires you, I imagine. Yeah, I think so. And I think like this winter, kind of the point of going after the records was to be like, give me confidence that I can race fast because everyone else who's being the best in the world right now can race really fast. So it's a matter of being like, okay, I'm really fit. Now I just need to, you know, try to translate that and perform in championship races. Mm-hmm. So I think that was kind of the point to breaking records this winter. Yeah, I think a lot of people did that really well on the team, like you and Joe, for example, where the winter is like putting down that foundation to set you up for the rest of the year. And that kind of leads nicely into a question that like, what is then your goals for this season? Uh, I mean, obviously we're looking at Budapest, kind of the whole team, like really has quite good chances to all get there. But uh, I mean, putting myself in the races, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be 5k or 10k. We kind of have to decide on that, but uh, yeah, putting myself in the race, obviously world medals, Olympic medals are kind of the goal for, for all of us. And I think this year for me, it's going to be, I've never been there with a lot to go. So I want to be there. Uh, and then put myself in a good spot for also Paris. So, mm-hmm. so what is your favorite event? I don't know. I guess <laughs> I would say 5K. Honestly, maybe the 3K because it's like 5K is long enough that it really starts to hurt for a long time. Whereas 3K, it's just like, oh, I can go for eight and a half minutes. This is a thing though. Cause you, <laughs> you, broke, you broke the American record in the 3K and yeah. then you go and break the American record in the 10K. What does that tell me? Tells me the 5K is probably going to be a good pick for you, right? Like, because you can run a really good 3K yeah. and you can also hold hold it with the best for a 10K. 5K, like, there is obviously it's a different event. Yeah. But if it's your favorite event, and I, I I'm really interested to see you run a 5K this mm-hmm. season. I think that is going to be an event that, particularly with like like you said with a lap to go mm-hmm. in a 5K, like a lot can happen. Mm-hmm. And I believe that like that's a race where you would be extremely competitive in. Yeah. As a teammate looking <laughs> in, I, I just, I'm really it's interested to see cents. that. That's my, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my two cents with it. I'm sure the boys probably agree. Do you feel like you're going to be able to have a decent enough say in it? We know how <laughs> biased Ritz is. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, Ritz like, is I mean, say, changed, You say though. we need to decide. Dathan needs to decide. Yeah, well, I'm racing. My only race I'm doing before US Champs is the Paris Diamond League 5K. So, okay. Well, that's provided I get in. But uh, if you don't planning... get in, there's a serious problem with our sport. There's a serious problem with our sport. But I'm planning on doing that, so I think we're kind of gonna decide like after that. So okay. is, well, that, is this a soft launch of a quarter team, or is that not? Um, <laughs> he does. I think he does have big, big goals for what, me what in that five k. What is the five k women's record? Just to fourteen twenty three. Shelby has it. Shout out, um, shout out Shelby. She's been mentioned the pod for a while. <laughs> shout out Shelby. Um, so yeah, so fourteen twenty three. Do you do you know if there's any competitors that are going to be in it that can that can get to that sort of time? Because it is obviously very quick. Yeah, I mean it really depends. Like there's probably going to be good people. It just you yeah. know half the time last year we were racing a three k and they choose a pacer at eight eighteen pace and then no one goes with it. Yeah. So yeah. like they might have the pacing lights too, which would be helpful yeah. in five k. Hopefully it's not as hot as it was for yeah the, for the last George. <laughs> it's normally Paris is known for being like pretty good conditions. So yeah. that was like a heat wave, right? Yeah, that was like ninety-seven yeah. degrees. Yeah. <laughs> was that the same? Is it's June 9th this year? Is that the same time? 
Seems it's like a week earlier. Yeah. Last year it was like maybe the 18th or something. Okay. But it was like the hottest day in June in history or something. Yikes. <laughs> you know, well, I, think, not. I think if you like hype it up as an American record, maybe they would even uh, kind of make the race around you a bit more. Mm. I, I don't know how well, this works. Well, that's not that you even more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it depends. Go either way, yeah. It depends who, the, uh, like, who they really care about. But you would think that for any like big... For any event of the Diamond League, if it's been hyped up as an American record, that would bring some eyeballs. Particularly yeah. after mm. your performances in winter, you'd expect yeah, them so to be excited. like, okay, like that's a good story, good yeah. push for getting people out there to buy tickets. Um, I feel like it's a good timeline too for people just in general to race because it's still two months mm. until... I'm sure you'll get worlds. some Americans in there too, which would be great for you yeah. competitive-wise just to see where you guys are at mm. uh, leading into the championships. Yeah. And Eugene! <laughs> Back to you, Gene. Well, so, so you don't know yet if you'll. Uh, well, is a double a potential? Because l- the last two years you've kind of sacrificed the five k right to yeah. go all in on the ten k. Yeah, I don't. I don't see me doubling this year. I don't like Dathan has, at some point, reference like, oh, maybe in Paris, but like, I don't know. I don't know if I feel ready to race twenty k really hard. This is this is the one thing that I, I wanna I wanna say with it. If you were if you're in medal contention for a five K and a ten K, would you double or would you focus on one to try and solidify the medal? Like yeah, this is a question a for question. everyone because like I would personally solidify one race. Because yeah. I would trust my instincts to be able to hopefully execute in the day. But when you can medal on yeah. both of them, does that give you the incentive of oh if I can medal on both potentially then I should just do both? But I don't really know what, what race you would want to be first though. Well, that's a good question. You would too. want well, you would want your ten k. You want what? You would want like your better one to be first, and then you just have the other one there as well. Yeah, Gen- just like just in case. In Budapest, <laughs> just in case, just in the back pocket. <laughs> the women's five k is first, right? In Budapest. Well, but so at US the champs, the ten k is yeah. first. It doesn't so match. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Uh, classic USA here. Mm. See, my answer to your question though is, like, from what I've seen historically is if you're good enough to medal in the 5k or the 10k or both you're probably just good enough to double mm. and i've seen so yeah. many people who like have you remember like mo med for example he's had so many a couple of times where he's had the 10k first and something is like for some reason he hasn't raced up to his potential and then he'll and he'll like yeah. not have the best race in the 10k and then he'll come back and he'll crush the 5k i look at mm-hmm. like grant fisher even last year like he he had a great race in the 10k and then he probably should have medaled in the 5k See, this is the after thing, it yeah. like, that's, do you, that's but what, do you think he that, would have medaled yeah. if he didn't run the 10k exactly no, See, that's i don't think it matters i think, think so so what i'm trying to say is i think if you're that good it doesn't take that much away from you hmm. and you and the adrenaline just gets you through See, it. my argument was with the grant fisher thing because i feel like, like if he did his last 150 he like that's because he got tripped over. Oh, he did get tripped. Yeah. That's because he got tripped over. I really thought he was going to medal if he hadn't gotten tripped. I think he looked great in the 5K. He did look yeah. great in the 5K, but um, that, that to me tells me that, well, if he was, if he didn't run the 10K and had fresh legs, could he have gone with Jakob? Maybe. Because Jakob ran 1500s before too. He doubled. Maybe they both got really fit. From yeah. But also, race. you have to sacrifice Jakob's water drops because why Jakob had to get water twice? <laughs> Factor that in. Factor that in as well. I've just seen so many people Olaf told him do that. Yeah. Job. <laughs> Olaf, Olaf said, you must hydrate <laughs> during this race. I don't know. I've just seen so many people do that double well where they like look good. I think like I think when people double do that double and they're like in like their mid pack, then they struggle with the double. But if you're if you're good enough to be medal contender, I. Think a lot of people do it really so successfully. I think that's that's 
fair enough way of looking at it. If you're already at the top, like I think it doesn't take as much out of you. So if you've been doing triple thresholds, you'll yeah. So you're having yeah. 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 going for the five k ten k. He's actually not doing the double. He's doing the triple. He's doing the fifteen five k ten k. Yeah. Uh, Rich hasn't released that statement yet, but we're just letting you guys know now. Didn't didn't Rob do the marathon ten k double in yeah? Was that in Rio? In middle. Was in, it Rio? He met it on the marathon. marathon. Yeah. Was yeah, it Rio? Uh, yeah. Mm. Must have been. Yeah. It, it was wasn't, real. It, it wasn't was Tokyo. Real. Yeah, it was real. And then London. Because London, he was the 10K. Yeah. Yeah. He did the probably the 5K, 10K double there. Yeah. I'm guessing. <laughs> so, so yeah, you're doing the double this year. It's confirmed. Uh, <laughs> if you keep running as well as you're running. It's just inevitable. You haven't had to run a single prelim round since turning I, professional seriously yeah not Isn't since college because i gotta learn how to run prelims you run I guess. and then world indoors you didn't have one. Oh yeah like that women, was weird the women, women just went all out and had a street fight yeah. just out on the track yeah too okay. many too many people out on <laughs> lane one i don't think that's gonna pose an issue for alicia i don't know I, i'm excited to see you run the 5k and a lot of that comes from watching you race at the Lausanne 3K. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I said it like that. Lausanne, Lausanne 3K. Where you, for anyone who didn't watch it, took she took the best uh, 5K runners to the line and beat mm. most of them. Except for, who was it? Uh, Francine. 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 But also, Francine pulled a hammy and didn't run after that. So, like, Alicia t- kind of pushed her to the point where she was out of commission. <laughs> yeah. She didn't run after that. She, uh, I think she hurt her. Is it hamstring? Yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah. But put it on the line. Really back to the I would recommend final, yeah. uh, if anybody's got some some time to spend, watch that uh, that three k. It was a pretty impressive. Because you were you were like leading. So yeah, you've you've one of the things that's been really really impressive about you has been your front running ability, mm. and you've done it in other races against not as good fields. And then the, in the three mm. k, you're against. I'm not like it's not hy- not hyperbole when I say the best runners in the world, Sepanasan, yeah. etc. And you're in the lead, and I think. Even like you could tell the com- like the commentators, they were like, they were kind of looking at you. They were like, sure if it was like yeah. real. <laughs> they're like, they're like, yeah, like, like even when you were in the last lap, they're like, yeah, like all these runners are gonna they pass her. Even, they weren't even filming here. They were like in <laughs> the second back. And like you've gone, to, you've gone to the front pretty early, and then you just yeah. run away, and you just keep, you just keep it going. Like you keep running away, and then everyone's just dropping off, and it's like I think for people watching. Yeah, like, whoa, what is actually yeah. happening in front of our eyes right now? Like, is she really running away? But, like, yeah, it was actually happening. And then... I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was, <laughs> like, like, trying to see the scoreboard because I was, like, I don't even know who's behind. Where like, is what's, everyone? What's happening? And, yeah, you guys yeah. ran, like, quick there. And I think... Yeah. So, just based on, like, watching you do that in a 3K race, I'm like, well, put her in that Worlds or Olympics 5K. Let's, let's see what happens. So, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So... If I was your coach, five k. If you're five, if the five k is first, five k, ten k, double all day. But I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the cards fall. Yeah. But uh, we had some very good Q and A, as I mentioned, and one of them, which I think, I don't know if you have an answer to this, to be honest. But what, they wanted to know, who's your jingi? So Ollie has a special oh. relationship with Yaku and Inge Britson. Love hate, you could say. Hey, there's, no, there's no hate. It's all love, though. Right? <laughs> it's all love. It's all, I'm guessing. Maybe Jingi hates me. I don't know. You're you're racing. I don't know if it's because you run the 10k and stuff, or like you don't race each other as much. It's yours is a lot more fluid, kind of. You don't yeah. have a mainstay. Like I don't really have someone that I like race every single time. Yeah. However, you did recently race someone. 
Eilish, Eilish oh, yeah, McGuckins. <laughs> Some people, people wanted to know. I think, I think uh, everyone, a lot of people know how that race played out. Uh, it was very interesting. People wanted to know if you were happy about always, like, well, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can speak about yeah, Haley. If you're upset Ollie about it, you, just, on your behalf. you, you, know, you, you know, know that I can take it. Ollie, Ollie is a great teammate. He's always going to speak up. <laughs> He's always going to speak up for our fellow OAC teammates. I don't know. I think that when Ollie commented that, he wasn't like, targeting her it was more no, like he wanted to give me credit like on the world <laughs> well, athletics page this is the issue i don't know if you <laughs> noticed it beforehand but when we were looking at the post we were in the gym and it was only world athletics i didn't realize it was a collaboration yeah so that's why i think she got upset is because it was a, it was a collaboration but world athletics posted it so that's why i thought it was free i wonder if world athletics posted it saw your comment and then invited her as a collaboration <laughs> honestly <laughs> like oh this would be funny Let's good, good move good move about world athletics but you know since we mentioned on the pod my phone notifications keep coming up people keep liking my comment <laughs> it's like a four, it's like 400 up. likes right now it's really <laughs> i need to mute it it's gonna be yeah. no that was good i don't i People kind of made like a really big deal out of that. Like we even got a comment recently tagged like both of yeah, us about because yeah. she, you know, ran super, ran really super well. fast yeah, at the Berlin yeah. half. Yeah. Uh, but it was just funny. I was like, yeah. I've kind of moved past it. I think like, she has too. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think she gives a shit yeah, to be honest. Uh, she's got more, more important fish the, to fry. The internet, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully that just says that like, I mean, we went to college together. Like, yeah. when am I not going to say anything? Yeah. So it's the same with anybody. If Morgan was in that situation or George, I'm definitely going to be corn. Appreciate corn for my teammates. I feel like there'll be some rematches with her. Was she in the world final? Oh, yeah. Was probably. she in the world 10K last year? She, yeah. She got, she ran quite well. I think ran like some 30 teens. That is good. Who, who, um, do, you, who do you think is, um, I guess it's, that's a really hard question I was about to, about to ask you. But like in the 10K, who do you think is the, the one, I mean, there is one lady out there, the Ethiopian lady, um, G'day. G'day, that had that unfortunate mishap at World Cross. Yeah, that was shot hard to watch um, when she yeah. fell. But still, other than that, like, are there any other uh, like? There's a lot of athletes there, but anyone that you look to to be like, I need to like be with this person, compete, yeah. and try and beat them. Well, I mean, other Be- than Beatrice Chivet, I Chibet? believe, is yeah. who won the race yeah. at World Cross. Like, she she's crazy because couple years ago i was like running with her running 1440 some at yeah. diamond league races and now she's just reached another level which i think is cool but yeah uh, so you'd be right there with her <laughs> yeah. remember me <laughs> i'm back <laughs> you ain't going nowhere but i mean i'm interested to see if like helen yeah comes was, to run the 10k that. yeah um because she she can just do what she wants helen's be like i'm running the 10k Dylan's like okay yeah. <laughs> i think she's like mentally done with the the track but i think if she wanted to she could just come back she's crazy i mean we just ran i ran four by two mile yesterday and she ran five by two mile did everything that i did while getting drinks and then did another rep of two miles so yeah it's only been like two weeks but how has the the helena beery training partner she's good (laughs) 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 she's pretty good at running no it's it's been good because like we i mean she i was kind of dathan said she couldn't go in front of me in the fart like at all on thursday no yeah thursday um and so she was just right on my heels and it's kind of terrifying when helen o'beary is that's what joe said she runs like like right (laughs) he ran like she ran right on his heels that whole long run 
It's she also crazy. has like a pretty big kind of loping like her stride is very yeah. like exaggerated mm-hmm. and she's yeah. right on but she's tiny yeah like, it is crazy to see like because i think of i mean you guys are distance runners i think you guys being small and then you put helen of yeah, and, and it's like next like, level tiny, yeah it's next level but yeah. no I'm, I'm excited to see what she does and i think it's going to be really good for like me and Josette, especially for the longer stuff to kind of have her to work with and learn from her so yeah. Yeah. have you seen what that looks like after so obviously Helen's running Boston and yeah, ten no two weeks today, two so weeks like, today. So no three, isn't it like the twenty fourth or something? Twenty fourth would be three weeks. Yeah, if it is that three weeks today, I'm not sure. I thought it was two. Maybe anyway, um, some point. Like how your training will line up after a marathon. Yeah, I would think she's gonna take kind of like a break, but if she if she ends up doing shorter road races this summer, it would still work out well i think it's it's weird because i remember so when she was here last was in her build up to new york Mm -hmm. and then i i remember like just hearing that she's like taking a big break like after that and then it hasn't been that long and since then she's raced like two halves and she's already raced like another marathon i feel like she just like won't stop she just like runs a 65 minute half (laughs) just on the weekend like yeah she's very yeah and that the one thing with helen that i even noticed is that she's just competitive yeah which is why she's one of the best runners ever she's just so competitive and that's why i think it's interesting because i think it's going to really um compliment dathan as well because dathan Mm -hmm. like is competitive too and loves to like push that stuff and he hasn't obviously he has big plans for you and joe in the future Mm -hmm. uh leading to the roads after the track but he hasn't had an athlete yet like that Mm -hmm. on our team to really like enjoy that process and it's cool to see him with Helen now. Uh, yeah. And particularly with Boston coming up, I can tell he's he's extremely excited. Yeah. As, as we all are. Yeah. Well, it is crazy to think about your... I don't know how much time you spend, like, worrying about this because it's, like, so far, like, it's in the front... It's in front of you, you know? But do you think... Because a lot of questions were about your potential moves to the marathon. Oh. Do you even, like, think about that right now? Are you, are you like, all right, I'm going to do everything I need to do on the track for as many years as I feel good doing that, and then I'll look at it? Because... I mean, it's not just us saying that. Like, that's literally something Dathan, like, yeah. thinks about as well. Yeah, I mean... about it every Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly. Every single well, she's ready like, for a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> Good God, man, she's ready to go! Yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely, like, long-term. Like, that's kind of been the plan the whole time, which is kind of why I really liked Dathan as a coach, because he had, a, like, a long-term plan for me. But, um, yeah, I think I'm just kind of trying to get as good on the track as I can. And then going up, we've, we've kind of talked about like 20, 20, 26 is the first off year. And so then I could like, you know, maybe do a half or a full dabble, dabble Just a little bit. Toes in the water. <laughs> yeah. Toes in the water type deal. And then, you know, see, see by LA if I'm still on the track or going to the road. Yeah. I, I predict a long future still on the track because it's like you did. Yes, you did make the 10k team at such a young age and have such success in the 10k but then it's been really interesting to see you kind of uh rediscover your yeah your the shorter distances in a way because as i mentioned that success in the 3k and then this year you started off with a banger running like crazy mile time so it's like yeah. i mean if you're still doing that in the mile you probably feel no yeah. need to and the, yeah move the off. interesting thing as well with because Dathan did mention about his career that he reckons he went into the marathon too early. Yeah. So I bet he's very cautious about, particularly mm-hmm. you and Joe, yeah. having so much success in the track. And I mean, Joe's running really good 3Ks, really good 5Ks. You're running really good 3Ks and 5Ks. I don't think he's going to feel pressured to make that jump yet. You can enjoy that yeah. kind of track career. 
because I feel like he kind of felt those pressures and went back and forth uh, with the marathon, and it's definitely something he's learned from his career that I don't think he'll uh, yeah. chuck you guys in straight away until everyone's. I'm curious when Joe's ready. gonna hit the. Yeah, marathon. me too. I, I, I it's it'll be interesting I to see. I feel like he's a little more antsy about it than me, but we'll he's see. definitely keen. I yeah. think he's. It's probably we talk about Jathan having it on his mind every Tuesday. I bet you Joe has it on his mind every day, yeah. thinking about the marathon. <laughs> like Joe is. Joe is one of those guys that you know. I mean, my prediction for this. Ollie Hall's prediction is that Joe's going to open up a Chicago marathon because he's a Midwest guy. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I feel like the same for you, Midwest girl. Um, cheesehead. If, if Joe's going to open up, he'll open up in Chicago. And in what which, year? Yeah, which year? Prediction. Yeah. My, my, prediction, my, yeah. my, my prediction for it will be 2025 to 26, I reckon, after Paris. I reckon that will be those two years. I reckon Dayton will be like, okay, do you want to do this? And Joe's going to be either yes or no. And do you then, think though there's any chance he goes for the Olympic trials? Uh, for mar- marathon for, for 24. Yeah, people have been asking. He about obviously that. wouldn't like, be able to run a like full. Thir- yeah, he obviously he's, wouldn't he be able to, to run, run a full. Half. He would run a half qualifier. Yeah, and then run the run the trials. I can't see like honestly with the level he's training at, it wouldn't take that much away no. from what he would do anyway. Yeah, people uh, have been tweeting about it too. Oh really? Joe. Yeah, and you as well. Just about like oh. When is when is the marathon debut happening? Like people like people more antsy they than they say Dayton that about on it. Strava, like because yeah. we've been doing like lactate testing yeah. and like VO two. Yeah, all of coming testing. in, they're probably seeing all these signs of like they're going to the marathon. Going to the marathon. <laughs> yeah, Olympic like... trials debut is actually pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Is that what Galen did? Molly, Molly did, did that. But I'm not sure about Galen. Maybe Galen. I'm not sure about him. But no, I, might have made, I thought yeah, his one in LA was his debut when he won the trials. I'm honestly not sure. That could be. I'm but, making this out, but. but it's like it. It's not like it sounds crazy because it's the marathon, but it isn't that far fetched yet. Yeah, think about like why not do a half in the? I guess it'd have to be in the fall because the trials are what mm-hmm. like February or yeah early. So you'd have to do it as early as possible coming off like your track season fitness. Like if things are going well, and then just based on how that half goes, just be see see what you're gonna do because yeah, you and Joe are both like the main 5k 10k people but still you guys are actually pretty different athletes i would say like we've done a bit of testing and i mean you you could tell this just by if you were looking at um your training on a week-to-week basis like joe really thrives uh at stuff around threshold pace i would say Mm -hmm. like like more i would say you see joe like he really he really gets off to stuff which is probably more similar to his half marathon and marathon paces yeah whereas not that you don't crush that stuff but then i would say like you you like seem like i mean i'm not i'm kind of yeah. talking my ass because joe is also like just his 5k pb has gone down so much as well but for you it's like yeah. vo2 max like 5k is like mm-hmm. that's i've definitely really done thrive. a lot more shorter stuff particularly in the past year or two with like sage Sinta, and Josette. so i feel like i've kind of especially this winter like i feel like i was doing so much mile type stuff and then i was like hey i'm gonna run a 10k which well, joe, joe, <laughs> joe got really excited about his 26 two that you ran with us oh yeah in the 200 so you know he's he's getting there I mean, joe's he's not slow like, he yeah won, not he slow won at all. a tactical wasn't he also like a miler in college you're right you're in the 401 you're right you're in the 401 he did he was number one on the ncaa leaderboard he was for the mile with the fat conversion with that yeah. fat conversion. I remember I remember that I've seen that I mean like his, his next race is a mile so oh, oh yeah he's doing the Penn Relays mile yeah. yeah race announcement and is, is uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry Joe <laughs> but who's running the mile uh, Penn from our team is it just Joe Mario you guys aren't no George 
You're running as well? And Mario. Why, why is Mario doing it? Mario's doing an 800 at LA, I think. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I heard that they're taking it out at 151, George. He's, um, he's pacing. Are you pacing it? <laughs> always pacing. Always pacing. No, I'm not. I'm not involved. I'm not involved. Always pacing. I'm, I'm doing some. Uh, I've seen you do that and then end up in a trash can. Uh, yeah, but I ran quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was worth it. So, it was worth it. It was worth it. Hey, I've done it both ways, bro. It's done true. It both ways. It's true. Which way is easier? It's definitely the last. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Gus? What are you running? Can we get a Gus update? Because he, oh, he's yeah. been absent for Gus like has been two absent. weeks now. So Gus is going through a bit of a teenage phase at the moment. <laughs> We've been saying that for a while. Yeah, but this way this is getting worse because he's uh he's been hopping into my bed when I leave for practice, and he knows he's not allowed in my bed without permission. Without <laughs> permission. What does that look like? So what happens is my bed's a platform bed, and his head will like pop up from, from behind the bed, and I look at him and I just go okay, and he can jump on the on the bed and snuggle with me. This is in the mornings, like when I'm like yeah. kind of dozing. Um, Bert does the same thing. Yeah, he waits yeah. and I tap the bed. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> but he now feels that like he's gonna like oh he's gonna be gone for a few hours. I'm gonna go up and sleep in his bed. So I'll come in and Morgan's not back. Maybe Morgan's gone for a ride. Or can I just can I just say I walked past your room and I saw Gus in your bed. And I was like, oh, always gonna be mad about that. Yeah, <laughs> 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 so, yeah that's exactly what happened. So he so I'm looking for him. I'm like, where is he? And like Morgan's out for his ride, and I'm like. I don't know where Gus is, and I went upstairs, and he's in his bed, and he knows, he puts his head down, and he's like, he's like, Hurr. and I'm like, Gus, get out, and then he just slowly <laughs> makes his way out, but uh, Gus update, he's doing well, um, he actually isn't too, he, he's actually pretty good with people now, and with, with dogs, he had a little stint where he didn't want to hang out with anyone, um, but he's, he's doing good now, he's actually very, very excited, we're going to do a time trial. Um, in the next he hasn't, he hasn't been training very much compared to when Jenna was yeah when was Jenna was doing so he's going to do a time trial but the time trial is pretty much um, just a 100 meter sprint oh, uh, like and I'm going to be holding one of his favorite toys and we're going to sprint as fast as we can see how fast he can go he's very quick I think yeah, but he's excited for that he's also feeling a bit of neglect from not hanging out with Morgan as much. I think he's a bit upset Sorry, about guys. it. Sorry, guys. And I what also are you talking him... about? I was throwing rocks with him two days Dude, ago. I, I, also... I was throwing rocks with him. Actually, I think yeah. you should start a Strava, but just for Gus. Gus so his wrist is definitely big enough to put... So I'm, I'm looking at getting <laughs> another watch. watch. Oh, yeah. You must, you you must have that? another watch somewhere. I don't have around. another GPS watch. It's the only GPS watch. So I'm, mm. I'm thinking Yeah, maybe... Brain Blast. You make, yeah, a, a brand of watches, but it's dog collars. Does wow. that that probably exists? Coffee, coffee club, fair. coffee club. Dog that watch? probably exists. Probably. Mm. Imagine Bert with that. He'd Do you think you could put a heart rate monitor on him? Huh? Do you think you could take his lactic? <laughs> Prick his ear. He, he just he just goes for a forty-five minute walk. His lactate is one three. Yeah. He walks up the stairs. His lactate is <laughs> ten. Freaking sky high. Yeah. But he's doing well. Gus is Gus is doing good. He's very very uh, cuddly, very affectionate. He's been scratching me a lot too. You do that poor thing. Oh, he wants yeah. attention. Does Bert do that? Yeah. He's an aggressive lover. Uh, kind of related. Had a question. If you were to do a cage match, <laughs> Gus versus Bert, say you, say you ran it 10 times, how many of those times is Bert winning? And for context, Bert is Alicia and Ben's dog and also probably weighs about one quarter of Gus's. Yeah, weight. he's like a little under 30 pounds. So yeah, Gus, is, about- uh, <laughs> Gus is 66 pounds at the moment. Yeah. Double bubble. Uh, well, here's the thing, like, Bert can evade Gus quite easily, but at the same time, like, what's Bert gonna do to Gus? You this know, is, this like, is he could tire him out. He could tire him out. <laughs> However, if Bert makes a mistake and Gus sits on him, it's yeah, game over. Yeah, 
You know what I actually just realized, though? So this is kind of revealing a little bit too much about Gus, but... Gus, are you okay with this? <laughs> but Permission granted? He winked. <laughs> for Bert is the only dog that I've... Like, I've seen Gus let Bert, like, mount him before. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so Gus... You can see some interesting tactics this is, coming this is to Gus's play here. personal life, but it's I true. think Gus wanted to be boyfriends with Bert. Yeah, but Bert, it, Bert, I think Bert was just taking advantage of Gus, and I think Gus realized yeah. that a little bit. But Gus, Bert's really friendly, whereas yeah. Gus is a lot more particular. He's yeah. very particular. Gus doesn't do that. Let anybody do that. Like, <laughs> he doesn't let anyone mount him. Like I think Bert when he was only. with Joe and Sage, their puppies, oh, yeah. uh, Tucker and Minnie, they had like a bit of a riff, yeah. particularly with Tucker and Minnie as well. Like he would try and hunt Minnie. Minnie wouldn't have any bar of it. Whereas yeah. with Bert, I remember walking downstairs one time in the old swimming <laughs> place and. Bert's is humping Gus's head and Gus is just not caring <laughs> and, and it was like walking in on like walking in on someone I'm like a child like masturbating yeah. or something. you're walking in on someone and you're like oh sorry I shouldn't have seen that and then you like walk away because they both look at you like <laughs> yeah. to the, to Gus, the Gus wanted to be exclusive with Bert though yeah I think Gus wanted to I think yeah. Gus saw uh, Bert at his quote unquote end game um, but Bert didn't see the same way so yeah that's okay they, still they've got to do some more playing I think like Bert just They've they've got to get in on like a tug of war kind of mm. thing because Bert likes to chase, but Gus just can't really do that. Well, Bert's him. I think Bert's one of Bert's best friends is a cat. Yeah, Gimli. It's Gimli, which is Best. Zach Snyder, who's yeah. a college teammate of ours. Yeah. Um, it's a cat. They're they're close friends. Yeah. Because Gus and Gimli lived together, but they were yeah. close friends. They, they were sometimes. They, yeah, they used to play a little bit. Snyder denies. Snyder denies that they were ever friends, but I believe they were. Do friends. you remember sometimes Gimli would be climbing all over yeah. Gus when really? Gus was like Gus would be like just on like pass on the couch and Gimli would start climbing on top of him. <laughs> that was pretty cute. So yeah, that's a nice little update and. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Gus would dominate. Well, I think Gus would dominate, but if he was trying to, yeah. But in a he might let Bert dominate him. You never know. <laughs> so there's only one way to find out. Let's do a cage match. <laughs> cage we'll match. be on our Instagram Gus. live. <laughs> Actually, people have gotten a lot of trouble for that before, so we probably shouldn't do that. Illegal <laughs> <laughs> dog fighting. <laughs> so we're not going to do that. Let's scratch that. Bleep that from the podcast. Um, and you're, that's, a, that's a weekly co- coffee club podcast bleep. Just, <laughs> and we need a men in black, like, memory forgetter thingy where we just go, beep. Yeah. Sorry, we didn't say that. We should do a segment like that. Just like, just we say something like that. And we got we call it, that's the segment of it. Yeah, just bleep that. Don't remember it. <laughs> but um, another fun question. Well, for people that don't know, Alicia has a special relationship with food, being a dietitian. Mm-hmm. Went to school for dietetics. Not, not a dietitian. Not being a dietitian. But. We did have questions about if that is something that you like still see in your future. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't really have plans, but I plan, I hope to be running for quite a while. And I think by the end of my, basically, so I went to school for dietetics. You could take an internship and then sit for an exam to be a registered dietitian. So I'm not you know, legally allowed to give advice. Yeah. Just, just illegally. Just, uh, <laughs> just illegally. Just on the side. <laughs> She's been giving advice uh, to the team for the past three years. So technically, and lock so, her up. Lock yeah. Her up. <laughs> I decided to obviously run instead of doing a year long internship and stuff. But I don't know, like by the end of my schooling, a lot of it was like clinical stuff like, oh, write a tube feeding formula 
And I was just like so in on running at that point where I was just like, exact same thing I don't know, to me. man. <laughs> like, literally, I don't know if this happened to you two as well, but because I was doing finance, which is a pretty, like not, yeah. not quite as specific, mm-hmm. but it's still a major where a lot of people go to get the same job from that major. So yeah. everyone's doing like internships and stuff. Yeah. And everyone's like talking about their internship. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> I don't care about any of that shit. Like, yeah. I'm checked out. Yeah. So yeah. I would say, like, in my normal life, yeah, obviously, like, I, you know, know how to fuel well and stuff like that. But honestly, I got a business management certificate and I use that far more than I use my <laughs> dietetics degree. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. How many dietetics are there in, or are required in Angry, Wisconsin? <laughs> Big, big uh, market for dietetics, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I did an internship after freshman year with a dietitian there. In Amory? Yeah. What is Amory? That's a, that's a real town? Yeah. Yeah? What goes it's on? Real. Joey's like, trying to figure out if it's actually like a real place. <laughs> what goes like, on in Amory? Uh, you know, small town. We sing in choir and <laughs> do jazz that's cool. band. That's the, yeah, that's you play, play basketball. The first two you play a lot of basketball. Yeah, I've seen I the play photos. basketball. Um, How many people? There's like 3,000 people, I think. I've seen the yeah. photos of, yeah. of young Alicia playing basketball with the glasses yeah. hanging off the nose. I was really something. Yeah. I was yeah. like a really gangly child. So. <laughs> <laughs> you grew into it. The big, the big like, small town Wisconsin question is how many bars are there in Amory? Oh, uh, probably quite a few. Yeah. I mean, I've never frequented the bars <laughs> in Amory. But like, the there's like multiple on Main Street that's like if it's Fall Fest or whatever, yeah. people I mean, are going do to... Do they the, just serve PBRs? Probably. When uh, no. when Alicia gets the double uh, gold, she'll be doing a tour it? around Amory yeah, yeah. Bars. So, <laughs> bars. so we'll she'll have to drink a PBR in every single You can book tickets for details at coffeeclubpod.com yeah. um, when she gets we'll the double gold. So this is like, I mean, you don't have to be a dietitian or dietetics dietetics major mm. to answer this question, but what's your favorite food? Okay, right now, popcorners. Have you guys had popcorners? 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 Yeah. They're like... What are you talking about? I thought you were going to say <laughs> Okay, those are good too, but it's like a... They're chips, basically, but it's like... Mm. Triangle popcorn chips. Like oh, those are corn. actually pretty like good. Like tortilla chip I tried yeah. them, but they're made out of like squashed yeah. popcorn. And I always buy the white cheddar. Bert loves it. I love it. Ben, <laughs> ben loves it. That's a prerequisite. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. That's a win. <laughs> uh, I, I love popcorn. Like I used to have... My mommy would pack me a popcorn in my lunch every day. But I still haven't gotten around all these different flavors of popcorn. Mm. I think... Is that an American thing? Would you guys see that? I think like the cheese ones. Yeah. That's a big American. Big, cheese big, on popcorn. I like, I like cheese on popcorn. <laughs> I only like popcorn at the movies. Yeah. I don't know why. A lot of butter. I like yeah, salt. A lot of butter, a lot of salt, yeah. Yeah, I only like, if I'm going to the movies, I get popcorn. It's I also best. like the uh, like the super like caramel. You know the caramel? Caramel corn? Kettle corn? Kettle corn. Yeah, that's not the Easter show at Sydney. Yeah. It's like rock hard because it's mostly sugar. It's just mostly sugar. That shit's good, man. Wait, what's your guys' favorite foods right now? My favorite food? Celery. <laughs> what? <laughs> it just goes everything. It just you can have it in stews. You can have it in <laughs> peanut butter. Peanut butter. You can put it in branch. <laughs> put it on toast. Put it on toast. You put it in cereal. Cereal. Put yeah. it in cereal. Put Captain Crunch milk. with a bit of, bit of celery. Some extra crunch. Some extra crunch there. Extra Captain texture. Crunch with some crunch. George hates celery. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. a little joke. It came clear recently when we were talking about a stew. My my favorite my favorite food right now is soup dumplings. From from Mason's dumplings. Those are good. Soup dumplings. Love Mason's soup dumplings. Right now, I'm gonna say hot cross buns. 
Oh, very Easter. Mm. And Jenna made some. Mm-hmm. That very makes good. sense. I need to get some of those. It's been a long time. I miss having them back home. Yeah, go to the Vegas Delight and just get the uh, you can yeah. get the chocolate ones. <laughs> yum, yum. Oh mate, oh mate, all the way. None of these bought hot crust buns, guys. Come on. I mean, my I never my parents never made hot crust buns. Like they never they just didn't have. <laughs> Sorry, time, we didn't so. grow up in a loving household. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, my household was loving. I'm just saying that my mom and my dad didn't make hot crust buns. They were too busy uh, out there just killing just it, grinding. Know, crushing it, <laughs> just going to snapping the bakery. snapping necks and cra- cashing checks. You know, <laughs> going to the bakery, Go, going to Vegas a lot and grabbing some hot crust buns after a swim yeah. in the ocean. Nothing better. Sounds pretty good. Well, my favorite food is probably pizza still. Pizza. pizza? <laughs> yeah, um, you can do okay. a lot of things with that. Yeah. My favorite pizza place is Barchetta now, by far, in mm. Baltimore. I was worried from coming from the Midwest. I was worried that I wouldn't be finding a good pizza place uh, in Colorado because I feel like I struggled a little bit. Because yeah. just coming from the Midwest, after. Yeah, well, <laughs> I feel like in the Midwest there's a lot of pizza cheese? options. Yeah, good cheese pizzas. Uh, pizza Bruto is like right around the corner mm. from you guys' house. We did have a good pizza in, in Madison. Yeah. yeah. This is true. Maybe that's something. Maybe Madison. Come from yeah, Madison, Madison to Boulder. It was tough. Madison, Madison like, is just like a food place. Dude, you know what I miss from Madison? Like, we're getting to a food thing here. We're going to have a <laughs> I miss New Orleans. New Orleans <laughs> Po' Boys. Yeah. From, up the, from where we used to live yeah. in Oakland, up the road. Dude, that place was so good. That's our, That was our local rest, uh, yeah, local restaurant. Sport. Rice yeah. and beans, baby. I would, beans. Go, <laughs> I would go the rice and beans and add the sausages. That was like my mm. favorite thing yeah. ever. And, and it was so cheap simple. too. It was relatively, so relatively cheap. And uh, yeah, here it's just, you don't have that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that as a question? Boulder versus Madison. I like that there's more water in Madison. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that I miss. That's I miss it by the I had a conversation with someone about like, what do you miss from college? And I was like, honestly, I miss sitting at the terrace and playing cards, yeah. playing euchre. Yeah. Uh, by the terrace. I miss going through the Arboretum. Like running through there. I, I do that. like the lack of bugs here though. I was about to say, yeah. more water yeah. means more bugs. You can actually be outside yeah. and in the summer. The scenery in Madison was sweet, but then when you're driving in, like, I mean, you guys don't drive into Boulder as much as Morgan and I do, but when you're driving into Boulder and you see the flat irons, yeah. you're like, damn, that's pretty sweet. These are pretty sweet. The flat irons are sweet, except, so we're just going to go back and forth here. Like, <laughs> How, how much of the year is, is Boulder green though? I was noticing yeah. how dead it is most of the year. Whereas it was pr- Madison, it was pretty green. So brown. Madison is gets luscious. Yeah. Crazy Boulder gets green. lush for like two weeks. <laughs> it's like yeah. two weeks. Like, You're gone. like, wow, this is sweet. Know. And then you May leave for a June? race yeah. and come back. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how Boulder? I don't know if this is actually true, but Boulder like does sit at kind of like right the tree line because if you if you go towards like the foothills, right at the foothills is where all the pine trees start. Oh. It's really green around yeah. there. And, so, and they actually are nice and green the whole yeah. year. So I run, I do my doubles. Nathan hates it! Um, I do my doubles from the house up the canyon. Uh. And uh, he gets annoyed by that. He goes, get the treadmill! Um, <laughs> go up the hill. And then just before I get there though, when you go on that path up there, there's all these apartment buildings and houses around that area and it's always super green. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, if there's a place to live in Boulder where you really want to get a bit of green, it's like right at that spot because you're still going to get a little bit of green so it's as dry as like here. Yeah. So like Morgan and I are going to... You lose like six hours right of sunlight the- up there though. <laughs> <laughs> if you're right below the flatlands, it's dark by like two... See, I'm okay with that purely for the fact that I do like the it's idea of... Anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. I do like the idea of the sun coming... Like if I had a lot of like a big windows in like an apartment down there mm. and I had the like the light coming through green... I like that. <laughs> I agree. Like the trees, you know, you know, you get that green Just kind get of a green film on. Yeah, you know, you get that little green little. 
Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of know you. I mean, I'm imagining it. Yeah. I think if the pine trees did come down to Boulder, would be a hundred times. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. yeah. Is that what Flagstaff Maybe is Maybe like? we can stop that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Flagstaff is. Uh, so, uh, I feel That's like... why it's so bad to run in the wind here, because there's not a single tree. Terrible. Hey, love those guys. Yeah. For um, like a quarter mile. <laughs> the wind hit it, so... We are in the windy season yeah. here in Boulder right now. Yeah. One of, I guess it's like windy in the fall and this and the spring now, or like just a change more in temperature. So spring, right? I think. More but spring, yeah. Thing. Fall as well. But literally, like three days ago, it was like our house was gonna get blown over. Yeah, yeah. gas was howling. It was crazy. It was it was pretty bad. Got some snow to wind, too hot. Yeah. Back to wind. It's supposed to be snowing tomorrow and seventy five next Tuesday. Love that. Love, Love that. that for us. <laughs> we'll, we'll make the most of it, but it's alright. We're going on training camp to Scottsdale uh, tomorrow, <laughs> and then we get back for three days. We get back next week. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Did you answer? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like them. I think that they're pretty similar places to live. Like the type of people who mm. live there, outdoorsy kind of like you know. What's the one thing you miss from Madison that you wish that was here? I think the terrace. The terrace, yeah. Like, I just, yeah. you know, sitting at the terrace. It's nice, eh? Yeah. I can't think We should just of... sit outside and play cards sometimes. Well, that's maybe. what I was <laughs> Like, because for those who don't know, the terrace is, it's technically, like, university, like, buildings and stuff, but it's very, very public, and it's, like, these, it's, it looks so pretty. It's, like, right on the water, like, one of the two, on one of the two big lakes in Madison, and it's just like all these chairs and tables and then like you can get drinks and food and all that stuff there and they have a bunch of events there on different nights like open mic night or like bands performing but it's just like the spot to go uh, especially in the summer like every evening like you go there and it's like the sunsets are beautiful and everyone's just there hanging out having a good time and also what i like about it is it's it's like for everyone like mm-hmm. there's like kids there Dolls. there's college kids and then there's like a ton of adults there just like having a good time yeah. And that is the thing. Like, it's like, what's the equivalent of that here? There isn't one. Rosetta, maybe? Rosetta. Yeah. Rosetta. No, Rosetta, Rosetta because you've got yeah. the rooftop and it's nice and it's outside and yeah. you've got a decent view. Whereas, like, what, that was the one thing I miss about the terrace. Like, going to the terrace and seeing everybody's, like, feeling the energy and the mood of everyone just having just, just the time. vibes. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, in Mac Boulder, vibes. you can kind of get that at Rosetta, but it's also, like, it's not, you're not really out in the area it's not as like it's, it's like, not as relaxed north, north border yeah. park's nice north border park is nice like you could probably like a lot of the parks you can sit in and relax yeah. and stuff but it's just yeah terrace is something that i would definitely love to somehow move it to. we'll just put it in the res just put it in the res <laughs> yeah Dude, Take a lake. On it. the res is so funny it's like it's so shit <laughs> <laughs> what is the res what is it like i don't know i just see boats in there and i'm like what are you doing in the rest the boat or reservoir yeah. man it's like why are there so many boats there it's like the smallest thing ever there's what so are you guys boats. doing like when we run through that loop and there's yeah. all those boats there i'm like what are you, what are you doing with your boats here and well, i've never seen them at, like the water level just changes so much because it's literally just like our drinking water isn't yeah. it is like, it really is that you know what that is i don't know that i don't know, I don't know. that it's no, or they, they open up the are. irrigation people, things. Like, you can go swimming there. Like there's a beach there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've never seen anybody closed for swimmers for like two years. I've never seen anybody swim. I've never seen anybody swim. I don't think it's nice to swim necessarily. Yeah. I think that's what people have like wakeboard boats here. And then I'm pretty sure every New Year's Day they do a polar plunge. Huh. That'd be sick. Cool. That'd be sick. Can't wait to see just like run past. You see Jordy on a whiteboard. <laughs> Jordy on the whiteboard on the rest. New Year's Day. Jordy naked pole plunge. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, but yeah, so take that Boulder. Now Boulder is obviously has a, so many positives, but it doesn't have like that one spot where it's like. I guess actually, 
the creek. Have you ever been to the yeah. creek? Except the only when they're issue. they're jumping in. Yeah, but like the only issue with the creek is there's also like a lot of weird stuff that goes down there. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of there's a lot of weird stuff that goes down. There. Like not to, not to. Yeah. I won't say anything more. But so it's, <laughs> that's a that's another one where you got the men in black. Uh. <laughs> it's just a bit of I don't feel safe there all the time. That's, yeah. that's all I'm trying to say. But uh, yeah, I think um, that's quite a few questions. Is there anything else that you'd like? to talk about today before we begin our wrap up i don't think so next race i kind of yeah next paris. Ra- yeah next race is paris i, I am pacing Chilling. josette well here's another another race uh announcement, announcement, race announcement. for josette <laughs> <laughs> pacing here in the sound running 5k so Hell yeah. that's about it what are you going for 30 minutes <laughs> yeah no uh no like you, you're pacing for 30 minutes and then you just show up yeah that's yeah. probably what dathan wants yeah. no. 4600 he'll probably tell me yeah. like 3 to 4k and then if i drop out at 3k he'll be like why did you drop out so early he's like all right we're doing a six mile tempo yeah when when is when exactly is pan and then the sound running team? well it's i want to say april 28th yeah because okay. sound running and is like may 6th so so pen is the week before that so, so it's, it's 27 it's one days. week yeah. it's 27 days after april Fool's. we're going coast to coast <laughs> post april Fool's. Well, there's 27 days post april Fool's. i better just like anything with, with the calendar, yeah. anything with the racing calendar i'm like yeah that's three months from uh, post uh, april Fool's. <laughs> but for anyone who is wondering about us like everyone those are the two meets again in the u.s calendar that on's like sponsoring so we're gonna be there. Mm. I think all of us are going to both of them. I think, uh, yeah, we'll coffee club will be there in force at Penn. We're gonna do a live podcast. We're not live. Okay. We're gonna do a podcast. We're doing a recorded podcast at the stadium. Penn again, I think, is yeah. our plan. But hopefully, we can do some cool like, interaction stuff as well. Bring Gus out. Gus is coming. He's gonna make the. We need the to get somebody to drive trip. him down though. <laughs> I, I was talking to Andy Weeding about it. We'll figure it out though. Because he'll he'll. Uh, He'll need security. He'll need a five-star <laughs> hotel. He'll need some. Wouldn't some it be premium. sick if, like, his security was other dogs? <laughs> <laughs> bigger, bigger dogs too, like massive Rottweilers. Well, the thing is, I might put like, uh, like, get one of those. I'm looking at one of those. Uh, you know those vest things, like the big ones. And I was just gonna have on it uh, Gus, or you could have like a uh, special VIP or something on his like vest thing, and he just walks through. Make sure everyone knows his name. Yeah. I think you just put, you just make him mental support animal or whatever it is and just walk him through the airport what are they going to do well he weighs a lot so i have to buy an extra, an extra seat oh you put him under your feet they wouldn't even notice <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess fits really well under your feet you I, just don't, your legs. I don't get how people do that to be honest i would be so scared that my dog is just gonna like take a shit like <laughs> he, he was good when he was a puppy on the plane yeah he, he, he didn't do anything yeah little guy well, we'll, we'll sort that out we'll get uh we'll get andy on the on the case if you're listening Andy, manager that's our dream bring bring <laughs> us to bring the us to the to pen uh but yeah i think that's it from us today episode 80 done and dusted man episode 100 would come for you it is <laughs> feels very close it's right not actually that far from now 20 weeks yeah. how many weeks 20 weeks from april Fool's. <laughs> 20 weeks from april Fool's. you know what the crazy thing is that at that point we would have done it for 100 weeks and we haven't been cancelled yet how good is that <laughs> well, we've been, been a little bit we've been close we've been close, close. close to cancel. a couple of episodes have been yeah. cancelled one apology one episode deleted <laughs> <laughs> but we're still going baby we're still here we're, we're still, still here. here uh but yeah alicia thank you so much for coming on yeah thanks guys it was, it was a it was lovely i think people as if loved it's it. 
that different from us just sitting here talking for many That's exactly time. what it is, man. That's exactly what it is. That's, That's the whole concept. We've had Joe on three times now, and he was talking to me today. He's like, when can I come on again and just talk shit? I was like, you can come on whenever. Anytime. So, but, anytime. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening. We'll see you guys all next week. Bye.